Hi guys, welcome back to Sex Lives and DM Slides with me, Saffron Barker. And me, Anastasia Kingsnorth. So this is the podcast where we deep dive on all things sex, dating and relationships and we uncover all the drama that is found in our DMs. Now, Anna, I have been very excited to speak to you because you have been dating a lot recently. <laughs> how, how was the fifth day? Are you exclusive now? Um, right, I'm going to be honest, guys. The fifth date didn't happen. Which... <laughs> oh my God, yeah, please, the... tell me, please tell me on your terms, not his. No, it was on my terms. The fifth date didn't okay. happen. Um, not that it's not going to happen because it will happen. I basically had to film a video for work on the day I was meant to go on a date and I've always said that like I will always put work first in this situation so I had to cancel on him and I was like I'm really sorry but you cancelled on him on the day no no not on the day I did what day what did I I think I (laughs) cancelled on him definitely on the day (laughs) no it was it was on we were meant to go out on Sunday and I cancelled on him on Friday okay I think so like get a couple of days, but you know what? He was so lovely about it. Like genuinely, I was actually terrified. I was like, oh my God, I feel awful. Like you just never, like, because if someone counts on me, I don't know how I'd handle it. Mm. Like I think I'd really sit and overthink it. I think you've seen each other enough times though. And if you're still speaking, he probably just feels confident that you still want to see him maybe. Yeah, a hundred percent. I feel like we had the conversation as well because... I feel like I come with different energy to the podcast every week. Like one minute I'm like, yes, I want a boyfriend. I can fucking buzz in. Like I'm dating. And the next I'm like, oh, actually, I'm not too sure. Like maybe I'm not ready for a relationship yet. So we had a conversation uh, yesterday and I basically just said that I don't want to rush things at all. Like I'm enjoying how things are going. I'm enjoying dating, but I'm not in a rush to be exclusive. I'm not in a rush to be in a relationship. Like I'm still... I'm kind of just like got myself back out there in like the dating pool again. That I just want to enjoy that and not put too much pressure on it. <laughs> yeah, he agreed. He also said he was like, you know, like he's not ready for a relationship either. He right. hasn't been in a relationship for like five years. Um, so we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. We're just enjoying dating right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. Um, but no fifth day and we haven't like because he has basically said to me like I know you're really busy so you just let me know when you want to go like go on a fifth day and I was like okay fine so I'm yeah. gonna let him know when when I'm free but other than the that, only reason I'm laughing is because I just I personally think it's not that you're not ready like I don't like obviously I might be completely wrong but you've been wanting a boyfriend for however long I now I don't feel like you're not ready for a boyfriend I think maybe you I just know. haven't found the one because yeah I th- I agree. Like, I think maybe that is probably more likely to be it. Yeah, I agree. And I also, as we love to, I do love to self-sabotage myself. So like, could I potentially film the video another day? Probably if I really wanted to. But like, I'm so set in my ways of like doing what I want to do that like it terrifies me. So maybe I have self-sabotage slightly, but then also. Do you think it's that though? Or do you like, I don't know, like this is genuinely just speaking but if I wasn't that bothered about seeing someone I'd probably put my work first but if I wanted to see them more than anything I would not be putting the work first I know because like after the second and third day like I was so excited like Mm. I I think I told you after when I got back from the first day I was like I literally cannot believe like how excited I am and I don't I don't know I don't know now it's it's getting warmer outside I'm ready for hot girl summer (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you need to go on another date and then really see how you feel 
Me too. That is literally, I was saying that to some of my friends the other night. I was like, I think I just need to do one more day and then judge it from that. But I'm glad that we've had a conversation to like make sure we're on the same page mm. and one of us isn't like further into it than the other because I think that like if that happens, it's just going to get awkward. So, yeah, on the same page. and then there's a lot of pressure, isn't there? So, there's a lot of pressure. I'm glad you and don't I don't have want, that. Yeah, and I don't want there to be pressure yet. I think it's just too early on to be pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep forgetting that we have only met like four times. Like, yeah, one of our dates was like stupidly long, but one of them was also a double date. So I feel like, I don't know, I just need to take it slow. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm still on, still on him. I really thought we was going to be having double dates on the cards, but. <laughs> Me too. But you know what? You never know. I feel like this year still could be the year of a boyfriend. Just, it might not be the situation or it might be. I don't know. I feel like I'm just in that very much like, I don't know phase, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I'll update you when there's been a fifth date okay and then i can let you know if we can go on a double date or not okay <laughs> lovely let's go let's go how has your week been it's been good i actually so to update everyone on the acl situation i had my consultation yesterday it's so annoying they couldn't give me an mri but he basically so i walk in to see the doctor and the knee specialist. And he was like, so what do you think you've done? I was like, well, I've been told that I possibly torn my ACL. And he looked at me and he was like, no way. He was like, if you've torn your ACL, you're going to be in agony. Then I sit down, he starts doing all these tests on me. He goes, yeah, I think you've done your ACL. And I'm really confused how you're not in agony. And I'm like, great. He was like, so it's not painful. And I was like, no. And he was like, but your ACL feels so weak. Like you need to get an MRI. But it's just so annoying. It's just the process of it all. Like I thought I could have an MRI on the same day and I couldn't. So I'm still yet to wait for my MRI. There still is a chance that it could not be my ACL. But it didn't look that positive. I'm not going to lie to you. But that is crazy though. that You're not in like any pain. I mean, it's a good thing that you're not in any pain with it. But I know. And do you know, I just find it so weird that I've even torn my ACL because I train my legs every day. Like I have such strong legs. So like for me to just randomly ruin my leg from doing literally nothing, I just can't even understand how that's actually possibly happened. Neither because your leg muscles are crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like I literally train my legs every day. Like I have muscly legs. Yeah, you do. So yeah, he was like so shocked. And I said to him, well, what else could it be? And he was like, I don't know. Maybe you could have done your kneecap, but I can't see it being very likely. And I thought, well, to, to be honest, I don't really think he knows. But yeah, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I'm not really sure. He says my ACL feels really weak. And that's kind of all I got given. So There's have you booked in? Have you booked in for an MRI? I booked in for my MRI now. So I'm just waiting for that. Okay. At least so- booked in. <laughs> yeah and to be fair like i'm still able to gym like, oh you still is, oh that's good. yeah like i'm still able to gym like i'm still doing everything this is the way are you still thing. doing legs though no like i'm not hip thrusting like i was hip thrusting i'm not i'm not okay. lifting 160 kg on my knees no that's, I was gonna say, not that is, that's crazy no but like i found so many ways that i can still train my glutes and i actually attempted running the other day but then i got to like 10 minutes and i was like oh knees feeling a bit weak so I thought I don't want to like overdo it. And I didn't want to do that before my consultation. But now I'm waiting for the MRI. I'm like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to work out. And if you can, like if it's not painful, like without like putting like too much pressure on it, you might as well do still do some little bits. Yeah. The thing is, it's not it's not painful. It's just all of a sudden it's like, uh, knee, fall out of place. Yeah, like all shit. Back in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I've been. I love that. 
I've got really freaking dodgy knees. I don't know what's wrong with my knees. I've always been dodgy. And I've been going on the treadmill recently. But I've been doing that 30-day treadmill challenge thing. But, like, I found it. So it's like you have to go on, like, gradient 10 for 30 minutes on speed 3. But oh, I 12 think speed 30? Yeah, that's it. But I, I thought that the, it was too slow. Like, it was... So 12330 my... is created from a girl called Lauren, who's actually a YouTuber, but she created it in oh. America and their treadmills are so different to ours, which is why it feels so slow to you. Oh my God. I had to, cause I had to put it so up. So you need to convert it. Yeah. Because it's not correct. Because I remember <sighs> when I first did 12330, I realized the same thing. And then when I'd go to a treadmill in America, their pace is completely different. You put three on a treadmill in America, you're, ne- you're nearly running. I was going to say, well, I turned it up to six because I was like, I genuinely thought I'm go- like, not I'm going to fall off, but like, it was just so uncomfortable to walk at that like speed. So I turned it up to six and Jesus Christ, like to some people. Yeah, like, that's what it, sh- that's what it should be like. Yeah, to some people <laughs> that probably is nothing. I got off that treadmill and thought, how have I just done that? It was <laughs> so hard, but I feel like. Love that. But I feel you. like I'm getting better at it now. Like every time I come Love off, that. I'm like, oh, I feel a little like accomplished now. And then I. I can't wait until the day that you start strength training what strength training because the thing is like your body is already ridiculous Thanks, like you i'm sorry but you are genetically so <laughs> I'm blessed genetically blessed I, yeah i do you know are that. like your body is unbelievable and until recently you i don't think you'd ever enter the gym no i haven't <laughs> so if you strength trained oh my god and also like the feeling you get from it is like ridiculous i can't wait now you're going in the gym i'm so taking you to strength train but what is that? What is that though? Is that like the stuff that you do? Like- lifting weights. Oh, the lifting weights. Okay. Like weight training. Yeah. With my arms. With your arms. With your my arms. tiny little arms. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to snap. But yeah, I, I want to grow my bum. Byron showed me how to use um, some of the leg machines. I can't remember what they're called now. But I was felt just so like, so accomplished just doing that on my own. Remember in the gym, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I, was like, I can actually do it. But st- yeah, I love that. Still, of course still you can. very low weight, but I'm going to work my way up and be a gym love girl that. by the end of 2024. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all the gym updates. Anyway, glad we're both back in the gym. Um, how is <laughs> how is long distance going with you and Lewis? Do you know what is actually going really well? And I was. It's funny. I've been in so many long distance. Well, I say so many. I've been in so many relationships, but. The, all the relationships I'm in have been long distance. That is crazy that they have all been long distance. Yeah. Like literally everyone. I just don't know you how You attract happens. long distance. I know. I really, really do attract long distance. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to us for the first time, just know this advice you're getting is from a real long distance girly. I don't want to say I was most nervous, like more nervous for this than I've ever been because it sounds like I was like doubting our relationship in any way. And it's not that at all. But I think the di- the difference with me and Lewis is actually we were long distance from the start anyways, because he still yeah. did live in a different country and he did live in Wales. But the difference was, is I could drive to him whenever and he could drive to me. Although it's like a different country, we could still drive to each other. Yeah. And so for me, I know for loads of people, that seems like long distance because it's like a five hour drive. But that's probably the closest distance I've had. So I was used to that. So for then him to go away to somewhere so much further with a different time zone, like it definitely did scare me. Um, and I think I overthought it a lot more than I've ever overthought a long distance relationship. Like it's really funny. My mum would say to me, like, 
why like why are you worried if you're like so strong in this relationship like why are you worried about it like you get yourself into relationships with people when they start living in a different country like they're you you start dating them when they're in a different country she's like and it doesn't panic you so how now is this panicking you and she didn't really understand it and I think it is because I'd got so used to going to see him whenever I wanted and we were seeing each other all of the time for then him to go away I didn't want anything to change whereas before I was used to that from the start yeah I agree and I think that is harder because when you have that change you're going to feel the change more Whereas like, like mm, you said, exactly. if you'd met him already living in America, you can, that is how you start the relationship. That's how you build the relationship. But yeah, change is always the hardest thing. But I feel like you're slaying it. Do you know what? We actually are. I'm going to say we actually are because the effort this boy is putting in is actually adorable. Um, so yeah, I don't really know. I don't know why I was stressing. Like you said, I think it was just the, the idea of change just scared me a lot. Um, but no, it's actually going really, really well. I think we've just learned. I think the good thing is, is we're both very like, say it how it is kind of people. And so if we're ever feeling a certain way, we'll always say how we feel. Like that's one of my favorite things about him as well. Um, is he so like emotionally available? And so if he ever wanted reassurance or something, like he would tell me. And so I think because we're very much like that and honest and open, it just makes the whole thing a lot easier. Um, but yeah, he's been away now. Oh my God, I think this is his 10th day. This is the thing, right? I was saying to him last night on FaceTime, I was like, the first week I was like, oh my God, a week down. But the last few days I'm like, shit, I've got nine more weeks of this. But I think, I don't think, think like that. I think instead think, oh, we've done a week. Don't think, oh, we've got nine weeks left. Just think we're doing it. Don't think how much time you've got left. I know, because the first week went so quickly. Exactly. And before you know it, we're going to be on the pod in six weeks. We're going to be like, it's coming home in two weeks, three weeks. Oh my God. Yeah, that's that's. Do you know I mean? That's a nice way to look at it. Once you hit the halfway mark, then we can be like, oh yeah, he's coming home in four weeks. But right now we're not thinking about the nine weeks or however long it is. No. Maybe Anna should be giving the advice here. Maybe <laughs> I need the advice. <laughs> Guys, I've never been in a long distance relationship. Like since living in Manchester, so I've been here like three years. It's just really common that like everybody just lives within like an actual like mile radius of each other. So literally my situationship lived that way. Literally, I can see his flat out my window when it's old flat. My ex-boyfriend lived that way. Can also see his flat out my window. Like, it's just ridiculous. Do you think you could ever be in a long-distance relationship? Yeah, you know what? I actually weirdly think I would thrive a little bit more in a long-distance relationship because, and I think you've always said this as well, but with our job, like, I like getting to, like, work and do what we want to do, but then planning to see them. And, like, because I still love having, I really count on having my own time. Like, I love just spending some evenings in on my own. I love spending some evenings in on my friends. Like, having long distance and being able to organize when I'm going to see them feels really nice compared to like seeing them every day, which I don't know if that sounds really bad when I say it out loud. No, but... I, I think that's actually one of the biggest pros. Yeah. Of long relationship. Like, don't get me wrong. I would rather my boyfriend be here because he was, he's never close. He's never next yeah. door. To be fair, I probably wouldn't want him next door. Like I just, I wouldn't if we were like moving in if we lived together obviously it's That's, different but if yeah. he lived five minutes down the road I actually don't think I would want that because I do think there is something so special about missing someone distance makes the heart grow fonder 
No, it is. Like, it sounds so cringe, but it genuinely is so true. And it's funny. I know a lot of people that are in long distance relationships and everyone says the same thing. And it really, really is true. It really makes you realize what you want in life. And I think the independence of it is so amazing. And because I had been spending a lot of time with Lewis recently, I think I found myself naturally not him making me do this at all but like I was always prioritizing Lewis which I do think you should prioritize someone in a relationship of course but I felt like I was evolving my whole life around him because I loved him so much and also probably because you know still on the honeymoon stage like still you know all of that but when he then left I was like oh my god like how am I going to survive this long without him and then I really took a step back and I thought, you know what? I've survived 23 years without this boy in my life. And actually it's probably a really good thing. I think one of the biggest pros about a long distance relationship is you learn how to live by yourself, be your own person. And when you come together, it just makes it so much more special. I completely agree with you. Like it allows you to, and of course, even if your boyfriend lives five minutes down the road, you can still have your own independence. But a long distance relationship really does like emphasize on that, that you can really have your own independence. And then like you said, when you're together, join together. And then, you know, it. Just, I think it just works really good. Okay, let's do the pros and cons then of a long distance. So that is, I think that's a massive pro. Yeah, I think that's a massive pro. I think also just carrying on from that as well. I know we talk a lot about, and again, a lot of people might be listening to this like, yeah, right. But I can't even stress to you enough about how you genuinely will never actually true. I honestly, Hannah, my heart believe you will never be fully happy in a relationship unless you actually love yourself and you're happy within yourself. I fully believe that. Because you'll never be happy for the other person when they're succeeding either, if you're not happy within yourself. And I think that's the biggest thing. And so I think if you're in a long distance relationship, you have that time to work on yourself. Like, I don't know, little things. I know you can still do this in a relationship, but for an example, like if Lewis was here, we'd be going out probably on more dates and stuff and like eating out more. And I don't know, you just, you get into like a routine together and you I think you just naturally I don't know I guess maybe not not everyone I'm not saying it's always like this in a relationship but naturally I know I do anyways I probably am a bit more lazier when I'm with my boyfriend but I think that's fine because you're like enjoying their time and you just fall naturally into doing that I feel like when you have a partner yeah, exactly. But like when you're with yourself, like whilst he's away, I'm like, well, I want to, you know, work on my goals. And, you know, you, I think you just put yourself first a lot more often if you are by yourself. And so I think, yeah, I think you can have more time to learn to love yourself and have that independence. So I feel like that is kind of what we just spoke about. But yeah. But I think that actually in the long run as well, like makes the relationship work so much better because you have your independence you have your own separate happiness and your own separate goals but then you can join together and it works amazing but because you've both got your own separate lives of course it's still like of course at some point you're going to merge like that is just naturally how evolution works but right now I think that is like the best thing mm-hmm. yeah no 100% I think as well like I have a lot of friends that are in relationships and you know, they see their boyfriend or girlfriend every single day. And it is so lovely. But I do think, oh, my God, if they weren't together, I don't know how they'd survive. 
But actually, I know they would survive because we always all do. You always think the world's ending and blah, blah, blah. And we always end up, every one of us pulling through, like it's always the case. But I think they would struggle a lot more because they've never had that like time of needing to be by themselves. That separation almost. That se- yeah, that separation. And again, I do really think that is from learning to like have your own independence yeah. and loving yourself. I completely agree with you. So there's some pros then. Now let's talk about some cons. What would you say a con is of being in a long distance relationship? Well, if you come through the other side, I think it's amazing. But the biggest con, I think that, well, or should I say the hardest thing about a long distance relationship is you have to have so much trust. Shit, yeah. Like so much trust. Yeah, of course you do. I never even, And I would probably say that's the, I don't know. Yeah, probably the biggest con. I mean, if you get out the other side of it, it's the trust is going to be like unbreakable because the trust is yeah exactly but it's yeah i guess it's just working through that stage of building that trust with them whilst you're in long and that is hard like that is hard well yeah but i i've never really like sat and properly thought about that before but i agree that is very hard yeah because it's it's all fine like someone living an hour away but like, you know what they're doing. Like, you know, whereas like, if someone is in a different country, they really are living a different life. But again, that that creates that whole independence of becoming your own person and everything else. So I don't know, like, it definitely is a con. I've never actually really struggled with it. Maybe I trust people too quickly, I don't know. Or maybe, yeah, I think maybe I'm just confident in the relationships I'm in so I never I've never really had that problem like even when Lewis went never once did I think can I trust him like that was never one thing that crossed my mind yeah like I knew that I could I think another con is I think it's obviously a lot easier to overthink things absolutely um and to read into things a lot more because as we know like a text you can read in a million different ways and say you had an argument with someone and it's long distance there's not that proper way you can actually make up with them it's a lot harder to make up with someone over text or on a phone call than actually just seeing them a hundred percent when you've had like that like if something's gone wrong you want to be able to be face to face with them to be able to resolve the problem and not in a different time zone if something's gone wrong and they're in bed for 12 hours now whilst you sit awake and overthink the whole thing exactly so yeah that is a con i'm trying to think of any other cons i mean obviously the basic ones you're gonna fucking miss them obviously yeah <laughs> that, that's that's gonna be the biggest con. that's probably gonna, gonna be the biggest one <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like when we actually think about it the pros are pretty amazing pros and i think overall it's gonna build a stronger relationship by the end of it anyway a hundred percent. So yeah, it's like... Like, I think if you can get through that time and because also it's the commitment that you put put into each other, yeah. I think it's it requires a lot more commitment and dedication to make a long distance relationship work than it does if your boyfriend lives an hour away or down the road. A hundred percent. It requires so much more because you have to make time in your day on a different time zone to reassure the other person to give them time to give them you know all of your love and everything else so but that kind of translates to how like important as well like communication is with that other person when you're in a long distance relationship and 
communicate it's so key to always be like, like you said that like Lewis is very emotionally available and so are you so you're always super open about how you both feel and are communicating with each other about how you both feel and I think that is so important because if you're in a long distance situation and you're not doing that both of you are always going to wonder like oh like how is he feeling about it or how is she feeling about it but that's not something that luckily you have to worry about because you're so good at communicating with each other mm-hmm. and I think as well on communication even like we all do it when you're in a relationship with someone you're not going to start playing games with them no but there's always like that you know you go on a you go like the boys might go out the girls might go out like oh don't message them while you're out just so you know like you know they can get you know just a little ounce of jealousy or stuff like like you can't do that in a long distance relationship which is so much healthier because if you're doing things like that, you're literally going to fuck up the whole relationship. And you're just going to fuck up yourself, like your brain, like the way you're going to start to think about things is just going to be so fucked. Yeah. Whereas I think that's so much easier to do that when somebody's around the corner because you think, you know, like, you know, it's going to make them feel this certain way, which it might in the moment. But in a long distance relationship, you just can't be doing that because it fully works on communication and trust and reassurance. And so if you're not constantly doing that, then it's just not going to work. Obviously, Lewis is on a different time zone. So that sort of long distance relationship is slightly different to a long distance relationship in the UK where you'd be on the same time zone. So how are you finding that? Like, What is the time difference? So the time difference is five hours. Behind. Which isn't that bad. He's behind. He's yeah. behind. Okay. Which isn't that bad. Um there's it could it could honestly be so much it worse. could be australia However, <laughs> yeah literally or even california is eight hours oh shit yeah so it could be a lot worse but i think the problem is is like it's not like lewis has gone away on like a holiday or like moved country but like he's you know just working nine till five yeah he's working six thirty a.m till 8 p.m at night and 8 p.m. as if he finishes on time. Like he is training like minimum 13 hour days. So the problem is, isn't really the time zone. It's the time zone. And this, like in my case, it's also what he's doing yeah. because he's he working. is training so hard that it's really, really fine in the time. Like when he finishes, it literally is 1.30 a.m. And me. I can also imagine he's absolutely knackered. And he's absolutely knackered. So 1.30 a.m. he finishes. Like, I can't stay up every night till 1.30 a.m. Because I have my own life. I have things that I need to do. And so I, you know, I need to go to bed at a reasonable time. Because otherwise I would be in such a bad routine. And I just can't live life like that. Um, And obviously when he wakes up, it's 6.30 a.m. for him. So I think for us, the time zone is a, is, is a big big factor in it but mainly also because of his job and what he's doing so I know that's probably a bit of like a rarer case like he can't just call in the middle of the day he would probably be kicked out of the program that he's in like he can't do that um so yeah but then saying that I do think he's actually been amazing because he whenever he does have like I know when he's calling me every day he calls me every day at 6 a.m in the morning or 6 to 6 30 in the morning when he wakes up he'll facetime me before he starts his day and then he calls me at lunchtime which is our dinner time for like the 10 minutes that he can and that's kind of how that's all we speak you just know that you're going to get a call at that time which i bet is so nice 
Yeah, exactly. It is. It's so nice. It's something to look forward to. And like, I've had to also make sure that I never have things on at those times so that I can prioritize speaking to him. Um, because I know that they are literally the only times he can call me. And whenever he could like can text me throughout the day, he will and everything else. But, um, yeah, like the time difference is hard. Like it definitely is hard because also as well, like when I think of long distance relationships, I think you've always got to do like cute and exciting things to like keep the relationship alive as well, as well as the communication and tell each other you love each other. And I know like in the past, you know, I've like, oh God, it was so cringe, but even like sat and watched a movie with my boyfriend at the same no, time. No, I think that's so cute though. That's like, like a little face. But me and Lewis could never do that yeah. because of the time zone. Like we literally could never do that. And also that would... We could never have a day over FaceTime. Yeah. That like we, we just couldn't do it. So that's where I think the time zone becomes a lot harder. It's for things like that. Okay, so what other ways then have you guys found to be able to kind of like keep it fun and special whilst in long distance <laughs> relationships? Uh... Well, to be fair, I don't really think we've done anything to keep it fun. Like, I don't know. I think just speaking to each other is enough for yeah. us. I think because because we don't get to speak to each other that often. That's like, like the most exciting. That is exciting alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, it's really funny, actually. I made him the other day. He went to the shop and... I was like, oh, can you like send me a little vlog? He was like, no, I'm going to get the biggest ick for myself. But like now he started like sending me videos like of his day and what he's doing. And it's it's really cute because I'll oh, always wake cute. up to stuff from him. Oh, And then when nice. I when he's training, like I'll always send him stuff. And so I think it's like for us, the thing that's fun is just, I don't know, just like keeping each other up to date. God, that sounds so boring. But we can't do the date stuff because the time. Yeah, and because of how busy he is with the long scheduled days, like you said, just being able to talk to each other is the exciting part. And for you to Mm -hmm. like tell him what you've done with your day and like to hear how his training has gone and just little things like that. I remember, did you say on like the last podcast episode or something that you wanted him to send you a letter? Yeah, he still hasn't. Right. Fuming. Look, guys, this is your job go in his dms i know fuming. we need saf to get a letter <laughs> or a postcard could be nice that could be really no cute. i wanted a postcard yeah I don't know why he hasn't sent me a postcard i'm so upset about yeah you <laughs> want a postcard from wherever he is because i think that's really nice and then Same. you can send him one from sunny brighton <laughs> yeah let's go, let's go. It's actually his birthday this week and I am so gutted that I'm not with him. Like this is one day that I think is going to be hard, probably a lot harder for him than for me. But um, that is one thing I genuinely am so upset about is I'm not going to be spending his birthday with him. It's the first birthday of his as well that like you would have spent together. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but I think a way for us as well to keep the relationship fun as well is like sending each other things. And so I actually have so many ideas of like things that I want to send him like throughout the time that he's away. Like just like cute little ideas. What can we like go in depth with more? Do you mean like physical items? Yeah. Got you. Like, okay. So like one thing I want to send him, which I would have probably already sent him by the time this comes out. Cause I wanted to send it to him like 
around his birthday. It's like, the thing is, he just loves cute, thoughtful things. And I actually think all boys do. And if you're a guy listening to this, girls definitely do. Yes, Um, take the I wanted to just send him a box because I love everything about America. But the one thing they are so bad on, like their chocolate does not taste like chocolate. Oh, it's nowhere near as good. The odd no, thing I'm like, no oh, that's nice. nice. But com- like when you compare like Hershey's to like Dairy Milk and like Galaxy and stuff, I just don't think you can compare. No, you can't. You really can't. And you can buy like Cadbury's over there now, but it doesn't taste the same. No, it's completely different. So you're going to send in no. chocolate. So I was thinking like, I'm going to like just make a big box and like send all of his favorite like snacks and things in it. That's cute. But then like, I'm also going to send so many other like cute things. Like I was actually... But this this kind of brings up the price. You don't need to do this, guys. But I was also thinking like, oh, what can I do to like keep him fun on his day off? So I was going to send like a Nintendo Switch, but also they have an American football game. So I was like, I'll put that in it. That's and then, very fun. Um, just even like a little photo frame of us, like I wanted to send him because he doesn't have anything like that out there. With yeah. Him. So, something Sorry. to make his room a little bit more homely. Yeah. Did he take, <laughs> exactly. do you know if he took that cuddly toy with your face on it? No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't take it. <laughs> no. Why don't you get him something with your face on it? Do you know what? I, yeah, Libby said this, but I was like, he already has a teddy off my face on it. Does he need something else? You could get boxes with your face on it. That is quite a good idea. I think that'd be very fun. So I was going to say pajama bottoms, but I don't know if he'll wear pajama bottoms, whereas boxes he definitely <laughs> But wear. it's not going to come in time for his birthday now, so it wouldn't be in the box. So no, that could just... If I did that and he just gets that parcel and his coach opens it up, imagine. I think that's iconic. I mean, that's so iconic. That could just be like a halfway present, some boxes with your face on it. Yeah. I just don't know if it's cringe, because, well, it obviously is cringe. It's funny, but like, because I've already sent him something with my face on it. Is that just not too much? What, you've I sent him know. something with your face on it? Since he's been away? No, no, no. He has that. Oh, you're still in the teddy. Right, got you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's just another idea. So that's a nice idea if you're in a long distance relationship. Just send each other cute little things. If you don't want to spend money, a cute little handwritten letter. I love letters. I've only, I've received, I'm saying only, have received one love letter in my life and it made me very emotional. I think it's lovely stuff like that. So if any of you listening are in a long distance relationship or up you know might be getting into a long distance relationship i think like the number one thing i would say is don't panic which is way easier said than done because i feel like you're naturally going to probably go into panic mode and you're probably going to overthink everything but that is the last thing you want to do because i think it gives you peace of mind that if something is meant to be it will be and everything happens for a reason and i think you have to look at it as a positive in this relationship because in the end it will make you stronger and build a stronger relationship so that would be my advice try not to panic I think I have like a little bit of an example on that as well and I don't know if I've said this maybe on the last episode or not but with Lewis when he first went away I was really overthinking it and I was panicking because it was so much change and I remember like saying to my friends like the first couple of days, like, why is he like not worried that it's not going to work? Like, does he not care? Like, I kept thinking like, maybe he doesn't like care enough. Like, what if he doesn't love me enough? Like, I just kept overthinking all of this stuff. And then when I actually took a step back, I thought to myself, the reason he's like, isn't thinking, oh, it's not going to work is because it's no doubt in his mind that it's not not going to work, that 
he wasn't panicking because he's so adamant that it's going to work that therefore he wasn't overthinking things. He wasn't having to be like, oh, like, do you think it's going to work? Like he wasn't having to do any of that because he was so confident in it working. Um, And so, yeah, I really do think panicking genuinely adds nothing. Like if you believe something's going to work, I don't know, you you won't panic like that. Like I think it is such a waste of energy. And like the last, like, I don't know, because this was only like the first two days, right? But like the last week where I haven't been panicking because I've like realized actually he's not panicking. Um, It's just gone so much quicker. And what is panicking going to do? It's only going to make your situation more stressful and make the whole like long distance experience worse for you. Like in a way, the fact that he didn't panic should be reassurance. Yeah. But for me, I wasn't seeing it like that because I was panicking so much. I was literally thinking, oh my God, he doesn't care. And the thing is, it's so much easier for someone to say, don't panic. Like it's so much easier said than done. But I think when you, like the example of me and Lewis and you look at it like that, you realize that actually, like, yeah, that is so reassuring. Somebody not panicking. A hundred percent. It just takes a little bit of time and like adjusting to the change to realize that. But yeah. All right, then. So that's our advice to you guys. And obviously, there's loads of different things that you can do as well, like we've said, to keep the relationship alive. I mean, obviously, we haven't really alluded into this one too much, but like sexting and stuff, I feel like that's like... <laughs> yeah, it's all stuff you've got to do. It's all stuff you've just got to do to to keep, the, <laughs> if you're into that, just to keep the relationship alive. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And. Well, you have, like, you've got to keep it exciting in one way or another. So that, that might not be your thing, but, you know, yeah, you have, you have really got to make an effort. Yeah, and if it's not your thing, try it. It might be a thing. You, know, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know. You never, ever know. And as well as sexting, there's, I know, I'm not entirely sure what it's called, but I think everyone's probably going to have heard of it anyway as soon as we speak about it. But the website or the app where you can watch a film with someone at the same time like no matter where they are and it's got like the chat box down the side so you can still message whilst you're watching the film yeah that is so cute i love that i think that's so sweet i know loads of people are doing that in lockdown for like lockdown date mm-hmm. ideas but again i feel like that's a really like nice long distance relationship one yeah it's it's so funny because i was literally saying to my boyfriend on sunday i was like well because it's your day off like let's watch a movie together but like obviously the time zone and blah blah then i ended up having friends over in the evening so we couldn't make it work but i feel like on the weekend when he has time i will absolutely be doing that, was that. and another one as well that's like a potential is like cooking dinner together on face and that's a nice like long distance idea yeah, as well if you're in the same time zone everyone's <laughs> Yeah, one of you might have to cook dinner, one of you might have to cook breakfast. But, yes. <laughs> but cooking together, I think that's also like a nice little yeah. activity where you can... Again, not in my case, because my boyfriend has a chef. No. Oh, okay, he's living the good life. He's got yeah, a chef. Yeah, exactly. This is what I mean, it's just annoying. Oh my like, God. I feel like my case is just just not normal, is it? It is so... not normal, but you're slaying it. And I think you're the best person to give <laughs> long distance advice from. So... You're killing it, babe. Thank you. You're not panicking. Yeah. Panic stage is over. Panic stage is over. You learn to love yourself more. You realize how much they love you because of the communication and the effort that they put in. And you realize if you can get through it, you can get through anything. Exactly. So and when he comes back, you're going to be stronger than ever. Absolutely. 
And we're going around holiday, which is so good. So you get to plan things. Exactly. Yeah, but that's another thing. Plan things for like when you know you're going to see each other again. I feel like that's a really nice idea because then you've got something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So overall, I think we've given some, well, mostly you, has given some very good no, advice. You've, you've given some good advice considering you haven't been here Considering once. I've barely even been in a proper relationship for longer than two months, <laughs> I think I've given some solid advice here. Yeah, no, you just need to take it. If you find yeah, a I, need, I need to take it, guys. I mean, a long distance relationship is something that I would be fairly interested in. So if I get the opportunity. You're going to move your radius on Hinge now. <laughs> oh my god yeah at the moment i think it's on like three just miles. manchester <laughs> yeah oh yeah just manchester but maybe i'll like push the boat out maybe i'll change it to london we'll yeah, start off a couple of hours away and then do it. We'll further and further it just put anywhere in the country See, i feel like raya's good for that though because raya just shows you random people from fucking god knows where, like germany i'll get like, yeah like, it's i would never match with someone in manchester on raya's if i am mm. looking for a long distance boyfriend well, that's where I found mine. There you go. See, I'm going to follow in your footsteps. That's where I'm... Get yourself on Raya. Babe, I'm on Raya. And I, I go, you know, every day I'm going through my... Do you actually swipe and use it? Yeah, I go through my 15 picks a day that it gives me. <laughs> but like everyone is so far away. And I just think like, if I match you, is it going to be a point? But I'm not going to have that mentality. But, but are these people that are far away, are they messaging you? Because I know a lot of people don't really message on it. That's what I mean. Match with, are they messaging the you? The odd person's message me and it's asked me though, like, but they'll be like, oh, when you find yourself in France, for example, we should go for a drink. Or if you ever find yourself in Germany, let's go for a drink. It's like, well, I don't know if I'm just going to mm-hmm. find myself in Germany just to go for a drink. <laughs> but I'm glad the offer's there if I ever do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. Got you. So I've got, now, I've got loads of advice now for a long distance relationship. Thanks to you. Let's <laughs> go. Let's go. Would you ever jump on a flight and surprise Lewis? I absolutely would, but I'm not allowed to. Fucking hell, it gets harder. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, yes, I think I would have done it by now. I wouldn't have done it yet. I would obviously let him have his own time because he's literally working towards his goals. But I absolutely would. I'm just not allowed to go out there. So, yeah, I I can't. I can't unfortunately do that. But the thought I wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, the thoughts there. And obviously, when, because we don't like saying if, when he makes it into the NFL, yeah, obviously he's going to be in America. Or well, then I need to make my decisions what I'm doing in life. Jesus Christ, I don't want to think about that yet. It's very crazy. It's a big but, decision. Um, it's a big decision. It yeah, is. like if I didn't move there, I would probably always be jumping on flights and surprising him. Exactly. But who knows what I'm going to do? <laughs> who knows what the future holds? But that's, I think that's the exciting part, though yeah exactly it's scary but it's exciting mm-hmm. and i think that's a nice way to end the podcast episode on <laughs> <laughs> me too well thank you all very much for listening i hope we have given you some i actually i was gonna say half decent but i actually think we've given very good advice so do i, I think i would li- i'm gonna well i'm saying if i'm in a long distance relationship i'm gonna listen back to this podcast episode when i'm panicking i'm gonna be like anastasia don't panic i feel like this episode just made me think as well i want a long distance relationship even though if I'm being honest, I don't. Like, there is amazing pros. But do you know what? Maybe in, like, a few weeks' time, when time goes quicker, I probably actually will be like, this is such a great thing that's happened. 100%. You've inspired me. I'm changing my radius on Hinge. 
absolutely you should what a win anyways thank you so much for listening and we shall see you on the bonus episode on thursday um yeah we will see you then bye guys bye